World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, we're coming right out of the seat here today. I want to thank uh, those of you who are watching on the Patriot Party News Network. We just, you know, we just started there a couple weeks ago, and numbers don't matter to me, although numbers matter. We we know they do, right? And sometimes I feel like I'm a guy just preaching in a basement, and nobody's ever hearing it. And when we, uh, when the Patriot Party News began to carry our program on, uh, I find it on Rumble. They they stream it live, and I don't, I don't know how we measure numbers. I don't know, really don't know. Like people see, you look right here. There's 81 people in the queue. Well, look, there's more than 81 people. Listen, watching right now. Okay, that's 81 people who've logged in here, at Coach Dave Live. All right, it'll grow throughout throughout the day, but uh, we are we are. This is crazy, man. We're holding steady at between. Well, like yesterday's Patriot, our show yesterday on the Patriot Party Net News, eleven thousand five hundred. This isn't this isn't just a freak. We the I'm looking on I'm on the page. The day before, thirteen thousand six hundred. The day before, fourteen thousand three hundred. The day before that, sixteen thousand. So, Lord's expanding our stakes. I just thank God for the Patriot Party news and all of you out there who watch it and those who uh, maybe couldn't figure us out right at first because it. I yell and scream and holler, and you guys think I'm crazy, and some people like it and some people don't like it. But, boy, I'm telling you this. We're bringing some truth. And and not only are we bringing some truth, we tend to be a little bit out ahead of the <laughs> – we're on a cutting edge here, folks. We're on a cutting edge. So God bless the Patriot Party News. Lord, just let the words of our lips and the meditation of our heart be pleasing in our sight because what I want to sh- teach and show today, Lord, I, I'm going to need your help to be able to do it. Thank you for it. So quickly as I jump out of the chute here, Glenn, 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 Glenn yes, finally, finally got me. I get to speak at a men's breakfast at Glenn's church on, well, it's not Glenn's church. Where Glenn goes to church this Saturday. And Glenn, you said we can invite some local people. Is that right? Tell us about that real quick. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I reached out to some of the, some of the guys, local guys that I have, you know, contacts for um, and invited them. So uh, any of the, the local guys, uh, if, if you want to just Glenn, just, just text me, yeah, or text uh, me, or text Coach, uh, and yeah, uh, he has the address, and I'll get, or I'll give you the address. Uh, but but you're invited. I'd like to invite you to come. Yeah, support definitely. Coach. Yeah, and let let the other. Well, thank you, Glenn. Not support the truth. Support the truth. And let's, folks. We got to. We have. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about the kingdom today. You better buckle up. I'm gonna talk about the kingdom today. Oh my! See, you're not in this body. When I just said that kingdom, that electric went down me, man. I I got to get to it here in a second, okay? The Toboso United Methodist Church on Sunday. Praise the Lord that He's opening up these opportunities for me to get to be able to encourage the hearts of men. The Toboso. This is local, right, Frank? So those of you who are watching in in uh, Australia, uh, you can't make it to the Toboso United Methodist Church, but the local folks. I'm going to be there Sunday morning at 1030. And uh, Lord, just to continue, Lord, to uh, expand our stakes here. Pray that you that you would do that. Uh, I feel like I left something else out there. Bobby's working hard out there, slamming away. Pull that up there if you could for me, Mr. Producer, our, our uh, uh, events page. Sorry, folks. It's always right. So I got some stuff that's not on the events page. I'm a little bit behind on it, okay? So I'll, I'll get it caught up. We've got Dave. Dave's having his, his September 1st at Michigan Huddle, man. That's two weeks away. Uh, make sure you get that. Bobby's got an embattled warrior one going on in September, the next weekend in September. 
and uh, yeah, we know you can't make all these things, but if, you, if you're watching on the Patriot Party uh, network, come to one of these things. Come and meet, meet. If you live someplace in, in Michigan or close to Michigan, come and see what we got going on because we're doing what I think. Maybe it's going on in other places, but there aren't, there aren't many places where it's going on. There just aren't. Hey, Coach, can yeah. I jump in here? Sure. Listen, everybody out there, all God's people, the PA event, you're going to have to go register now or you're going to have to call me now or we're going to have to make some decisions. So if you've been holding off uh, for the last minute, the last minute is running out. I'm up in the last minute to about, I don't know, I'm going to give it to Saturday. And if you haven't registered, uh, your opportunity. Bobby, let's give let's give it till Friday, all right? Because we got yeah. we, we got to pull the plug, and we got hotel reservations, stuff like that. We got blocks, stuff to sell off. So we have an investment in there that we if that uh, if we don't pull back soon enough, we lose that. We lose it. I, I don't want to give them five hundred bucks. Just don't want to do that. So if you're going to come to Bobby's event, sign up. If not, say hey, it's okay. We just need to know that. Okay, on that. Cool. <clears throat> um, yeah, Mel, Mel, go ahead. Anybody, look, by the way, anybody got a I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on a run here in a minute. Okay. So right now, if you got any housekeeping things that you want to bring up, now would be a good time to do it. Go, Mel. Yeah. So a couple of things. Um, just remember that this is the month that we're um, doing the action of be a lawful witness, and that is a an action about you know kind of being a silent warrior during the month of August. You know, take a group of group of people into your local court and just um, you know observe what goes on. And um, there's some information about that details at the libertyactionnetwork.com under the action tab. And then also a new action that is developing um, the um, Intercessors for America, the Ohio chapter, is staking the state of Ohio. They're calling it painting the state of Ohio, but it's actually what we would think of as staking the, the state. And they need some help on the southern border. So I'm going to be putting together a group of people to kind of help them out. So if you're interested in that, you know, contact Coach or contact me, and um, we'll set up a day to, to get that knocked out. So well, that's one, all of I things, one of our goals at the Liberty Action Network is not for us to constantly call plays, but to highlight plays other people are running. That's really that's really why we came up with the Liberty Action Network because I, I like I met with those guys down in Marietta. I said, listen, I, I was bragging. I said I, I can turn out hundreds. You want to do something? I can turn out hundreds. We can. We have to We have to expand our numbers. This all becomes really, really important. And even though Janine's up in the Twin Cities, she still doesn't mind if we talk about what's going on in Pennsylvania because we've got a broad, we got a broad network here, folks, okay? We do. We have a broad network. We'd love for you to be part of it. Eileen, come on in. Yes, thank you, Coach. Good morning. Um, I wanted to remind you if we could have uh dave allison share how he met ashley babbitt's mother i, I got it right here i got it right okay. here next, next to do list <laughs> he won't tell me he said you gotta wait okay thank you all right jeff come on jeff next tuesday in the garage church in the garage harry and tom dunn child trafficking these two are going to be speaking so that's in mount vernon six columbus road six o'clock that's where we'll be Jeff, who are you getting the word out to? There ought to be more people coming to that. Who? How, how are you spreading the word on that? Well, we're going to try and reach some of the churches. At least we provide a pastor. Oh. Reach them. Just come listen to these guys. And then we want to get Harry in the churches afterwards. They just come and listen to him ahead of time. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. So cool. cool. We're trying. I know you're trying. Keep after him, Jeff. Uh, golly. Dave Allison, you out there, Dave? Tracy, go ahead. I'm Tracy. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Okay. Let me get let me get Tracy first, then you. Eileen, your hand's still up. If you, if you uh, Tracy, go ahead. Hey, Coach, I'm going to uh, also be sending some information to Mel. Um, the Ohio Right to Life is going to be doing some more of the uh, overpass honking waves um, for abortion, and also the vote no in November. So they're going to be doing one in sep- in August, September, and October up until the election. So I'll get her those dates. And anybody's more than welcome to join, or you can do it in your own town, your own county, um, on those particular days. So I'll get that yeah, information out to her. This is leading up to exactly what I'm going to get into here in just a second. Look, you're not you are not going to want to go away. Okay, you're just not going. I'm just telling you, it's going to be eye opening for many of you. Uh, Dave, tell us what happened with you and Ashley Babbitt's. Ashley Babbitt was the young lady we all saw murdered. 
literally yeah. murdered on TV by a government official. And uh, yeah, they, yeah, coach, um, ran into her in Michigan on this last week. There's, there's a lot of things that happened there. It wasn't just yeah. We ran into Mickey uh, uh, Withhoff is her last name, Ashley's mom. And uh, all of the people, January 6th, they had a great testimony, a powerful testimony. So as we were leaving the event, uh, which was great, um, a gal got up and testified, this Rachel Timothy. She had a really powerful testimony, how she was. You're breaking up, Dave. There you go. You broke up there for a bit. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, I got the frog in my throat here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. I went out and we're standing at uh, uh, Rachel's table and I, and Sherry reminded me, I had just purchased a book for her and I go to these events because God wants me to be a, a person of exhortation frequently. And I, I asked God, who is it? Right. Who is it? When I get there, I wait for him to talk to me. So I bought the book from uh, uh, Rachel and I turned around and standing right next to me is Mickey. And she's just standing there. She's all by herself, just observing what's going on. And the Lord spoke to me. And coach, when I break up, you got to remember, I have a story behind that. It wasn't too long ago. I went to a, 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 someone, a counselor, and they told me, Dave, your emotions have flatlined. You don't have any joy anymore, and you don't have any sorrow anymore because of all the crap I've been through in my life. Amen. Wow. But God is restoring that. Not only the joy, but he's allowing me to be sorrowful. So I looked at Mickey, and God said, she gave it all. I want you to give it all. So right there in front of her, I just reached in my wallet, and I said, Mickey, this is all I got. But God told me he wants you to have it because you gave it all. Now, here's the thing. She reached up, and she gave me a hug. And when I bent over to hug her, all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit came over me, and I started weeping uncontrollably and we just sit there and the both of us just cried together for a long period of time and the, and i felt god's love moving through me she needed that hug she needed somebody to cry on her shoulder here we are two perfect strangers standing in this room full of people and we're just blown like babies you know but yeah. there was a cleansing a cleansing for me and for her god is restoring that emotion in me wow. through the Holy Spirit. So you don't know that about me, Coach, but that's the honest to God truth. So my mm. joy is being restored, and also I'm able to, to be mm. able to, to have that sorrow. So anyways, it was real powerful. Bless you, Dave. As I was there, I was a witness to this whole thing, right? I stood right there, and I watched this thing unfold, and you know, so of course you lay hands on their backs and you continue to pray over them as they weep together. And, and then I began to be ministered to myself by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And um, when Dave and uh, <laughs> Mickey's embrace um, parted, I then began to embrace Mickey. And I began to pray over her personally. And as I did that, I could feel her, her, I could feel her energy and it became very, very prominent to me. And so when we begin then after we finished our prayer together and now we are looking at each other in each other's eyes and coach is God is my witness. I have never in my life and I have looked a lot of people in the eyes and I've stared a lot of people in the eyes and this woman began to look into the window of my soul with her mm -hmm. eyes. And she has very interesting eyes. I was I could describe them to you as a coyote. Very, very pretty gold, uh, kind of a green gold, very, very bright. And she's staring into the window of my soul as we're talking. And I tried to take my gaze off from those eyes. And I couldn't. And I began to ask the Holy Spirit, what are you showing me? What are you doing here? You know, and I'm trying to listen to this woman talk to me, and yet I'm trying to hear the Holy Spirit, you know, teach me something in this event. And I realized this woman has the courage of the Lion of Judah. 
And I saw that courage and I saw that bravery. And you know, she put that into my soul as she stared at me. And I praise God for that moment in time that I really needed that. There was so much not only pulling out of my soul, but putting back into my soul, into my spirit. And it was just an amazing time for Dave and I both to have shared with her and, and, and shared with everybody else that was there. Ohio Brett did an awesome job. Coach, you were you were on fire. It was so awesome just to know that we have a part in your ministry. Thank you so much. God's yeah. ministry. Like Coach, we're part of God's ministry. Praise That's the Lord. Amen, Sherry and Dave. Amen. 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 So look, uh, the Holy Spirit, I'm I'm sending something to you right now, uh, uh, Jonathan. Uh, bless you, Dave and Sherry. Folks, listen. <clears throat> I'm trying to think how to say this. I feel so sorry for some of you who who don't have a close relationship with the Holy Spirit. Stay, bear with me a second. There's some I've watched, watched in the show right now and just listened to what Dave and Sherry said. See, it's not earth-shaking to me because I know how the Holy Spirit lives, moves. And uh, I can't believe how many people out there don't have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. You don't have the relationship with the Holy Spirit because your church has quenched it. Your religious upbringing has quenched it. In fact, many of you have gone to churches your whole life where they resisted the Holy Spirit, where they told you it was emotionalism and charismania, and all because there is charismania, right? But I know some people probably often will hear me say, "Boy, the Holy Spirit just said something." No, I'm just telling you, I'm I'm in communication. With the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. Now, folks, do you think that it's actually Jesus Christ's voice? Or do you understand it as the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit? And do you understand that the Holy Spirit is the intermediary between us and Jesus? Do you understand, do you understand that? that the, the <laughs> in a church without the Holy Spirit, it's no church at all. And our nation is full of churches without, without the Holy Spirit. All they talk about, the, they, they, look, there are people out there, as I've often said, the Lord could scream at you. The Holy Spirit could scream at you and start, you wouldn't hear it. And you love the Lord. I think you do. You love the Lord and you want to serve the Lord. But you refuse to do what he says. So I, I pulled up his most relevant verses regarding the Holy Spirit. Dave Allison heard the Holy Spirit tell him to go over to Mickey, Ashley Babbitt's mom. He heard it. Now, there, here comes the most critical thing of all. He obeyed it. How many times do you suppose during the course of the day, the Holy Spirit prompts you to do something and you don't do it? Sometimes it's not even big things. So sometimes it's making a phone call, sending a text message. Sometimes, I, I, Michelle and I yesterday, uh, two days ago, we were down in Marietta. This is one of the most, this is one of the most amazing things that has ever happened in my life. And it was nothing, really. Michelle and I were down there in Marietta and we stayed there. Our daughter and son-in-law both went to Marietta College. So we're driving around Marietta College and we're talking about Maggie's days that were there. She was there, what, 13 years ago, however long ago. She was playing softball down in Marietta. And we got talking about um, uh, that, that whole softball team and her coach, uh, Coach Arbuckle and yada, yada, yada. We're just randomly driving down the road. And who walks right in front of my car? Coach Arbuckle walks right in front of our car. I'd seen her 13 years. Hadn't thought about her in 13 years. And I about wrecked the car. And I rolled down the window. I said, Coach Arbuckle. She turned around. I says, Maggie Dobbenmeyer's dad. She came over and we, wouldn't, it was, look, it wasn't a big deal. Nothing after that happened other than I said, Lord, you so orchestrate. If you had known all the places we had driven, 
to think that at that moment in time, Coach Arbuckle would drive and walk in front of our car. The odds of that, you couldn't even, at Las Vegas, you couldn't even get odds on that happening. And there she was. Now, I said to Michelle, Michelle said to me afterwards, what was that all about? I don't know, but it was the Holy Ghost. (laughs) I can tell you that. And one of the things I've learned in my life is to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That small, still voice. See, the Holy Spirit doesn't yell at you. He doesn't say, hey, Jonathan, do this. It's a small, still voice. He whispers it. He whispers it. He makes a suggestion to you. And then you either do it or you don't. Remember when I told the story about uh, when I, I ran over my grandson? And the Holy Spirit had said to me, not 10 minutes before, pray for your grandkids. Pray now for your grandkids. And I stopped and I did. And I'm sorry if you don't have that relationship with the Lord. I'm sorry if you are full of religion. I'm just sorry. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he turned himself to become their enemy. He fought against them. The Holy Spirit. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. You can grieve the Holy Spirit? Oh, yeah, you can. You sure can. You men who are stiff-necked and uncircumcised in your heart and ears are always resisting the Holy Spirit. You are doing just as your fathers did. Folks, you understand how profound this is? God's constantly trying to warn us. He's kind of trying to warn us. The Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with men. Not always fight against men. Not always going to do that. Because he also is flesh. Nevertheless, his days shall be 120 years. But whosoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. Therefore, I say unto you, any sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven people, but blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. And anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, not going to be forgiven him. Holy Spirit's a person. He's a real person. huh? Don't quench the Spirit. Do not quench the Spirit. It goes on and on and on and on and on. So, I'm a charismaniac in that I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the walking in the Holy Spirit. As far as grabbing flags and walking around and dancing, and I was, I was in a church, uh, where were we? Where were we? Oh, I know where we were. Praise and worship at that event up there in, in, in uh Michigan, and they were doing some great praise and worship music. And next thing I know, people are dancing around with flags. And I'm thinking, sorry. Lord, that woman would do a lot better. She just put down that damn flag and went out and did something for somebody else. I think that matter a lot. See, the Bible says we bring this sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. It's a sacrifice. It's not doing what you want to do. It's a sacrifice. Doing something you don't want to do is a sacrifice. And often the Holy Spirit will give you something to do that's going to cost you something, and you don't want to do it. You might get embarrassed. Somebody might get mad at you. You might end a relationship. You don't want to do it. You quench the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to tell you this. The more you respond in the affirmative to what the Holy Spirit says to you, the more he's going to tell you. Amen. The greater your relationship is going to become with him. That leads me into what I want to talk about now. We've been so deceived in our churches. I don't Look, I don't know about you guys. Everything for a long time in my life, everything I knew about Christianity, I learned from somebody else. Somebody say amen. And uh, I, uh, through my Christian walk, I've left many in the dust. And by that, I mean, mean, not that I'm smarter, not that I'm faster, not that I'm better, but 
I got out of that hole I stuck in. And there are many of you out there who you're happy stuck in that hole. Bible says you have a form of godliness, but you deny the power thereof from such men turn away. And the American Christian church and particularly the pulpits in America are filled with people who have a form of godliness and don't have any idea of the power of God. I have no idea. We actually believe in America today, we actually believe that the devil is stronger than Jesus. You, you know that, don't you? You know that. You know when you go to your church and you have people pray for you that they are praying against the forces of darkness. They are not praying for the manifestation of the Spirit of God. Those are not the same thing. You pray. I, I say, I love my wife. Not, not, she doesn't mind if I tell the truth. I, I say to her often, would you stop praising the devil? So she said, what? Stop praising the devil. Repeating your problems. Will you stop it? Speak life. Speak life. Why? Because light overcomes darkness. Why do you wallow in darkness? Why do you get down in that, roll around in that mess? Of all the things that happened to you in the past. You're a new creation in Christ. I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. Why? I've been redeemed. That old guy, oh, I got a memory of him, but I'm not him anymore. That's not, I'm not going to lay back there in that bed with that old rotten guy. I'm a new creation in Christ. Amen. Amen. The devil's a liar and he comes along, whispers something in my ears. Ah, you're full of shit. Pardon me. Satan, you're full of shit. Boom. I serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That is not going to happen. Why? Because my God said, I'm going to triumph in all things. He said, I'd be the first and not the last. I'd be above and not believe. Stop lying to me, you scumbag. But not most of us. Not most of us. We wallow in the bilge that comes out of the mouth of the evil one. Because why? Our carnal nature is such that that is the voice we hear. And we obey it. But Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and another voice they will not hear. <laughs> That's what it says. Now, I hear that other voice, but I don't, you don't, you follow me around for 24 hours, and you will rarely hear doubt come out of my mouth. I'm not, I'm, look, I'm not saying that I'm special. I'm just telling you, I will not speak doubt and damnation. I won't do it. Amen. Oh, I, know, I know that's going to happen. Oh, I know what's going to happen here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know this is going to No, no. No, I, I don't live like that. I don't know how the rest of you do. So I want to share something with you here today. Really, do I have time to do it? Do I have, I'm, going to, I'm going to start with it, okay? We'll start with it. Pull up for me, if you will, Jonathan. <clears throat> Number five. Because listen, friends, God's kingdom has already come. This, if, if I were to pick one thing that I would focus on, if I, if I were the, whatever, this is what I would be teaching to people, and I've tried to do it every day of my life. Teach them. Okay, hang on a minute. Let, let me ask you out there real quickly. <clears throat> Lord, help me here. What are the elements of a kingdom? What, what are... Because the United States has become a kingdom, hasn't it? It's become a kingdom of, unto its own. And it's become a kingdom of its own because we have been taught throughout our churches that... We're not supposed to be involved in this world. Are you looking at me, Clay? Jesus said, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. And but what he meant by that is, you have an, un, you have an otherworldly power. You're in it, but you ain't of it. When you got born again, filled with the Holy Spirit of God, there's a supernatural power that came into you, boys and girls. And Jesus said he's going to build his house, and the gates of hell would not prevail against it, right? He said he would make his enemies his footstool. 
right? He said he would triumph over darkness and all the works of the end. That's what Jesus Christ said that, folks. He said that. And I'm going to tell you something. The average Christian today thinks that salvation is only about going to heaven. There would have been a great place for Vinnie to boom. That's what they teach us in our churches. We get saved for the great by and by. And I ask the question, saved for what? Saved for what? Am I saved to something or saved from something? I got saved. And I crucified that old dead man, and I don't even know him. I don't even know him. But I run into people who remember that old guy, and they don't get it. They they say, Coach, something happened to you. I say, yeah, yeah. I got born again, baby. (laughs) And it scares people. Why? Because they go to church, and they're not born again. There's a boom. There's a boom. They go to church. They've never had a life-changing experience with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. They never have. In fact, your churches teach you uh, that the gifts of the Holy Spirit ceased. Would somebody want to argue with me? Anybody out there want to argue me? That's what the much of the church is teaching. The gifts cease. Now, I'm not talking. See, you immediately think of tongues. Okay, you don't have to pray. Okay, I don't even care about that. The gifts of the Holy Spirit. You guys know what the gifts of the Holy Spirit are? Why aren't you operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Because the churches are afraid of the Holy Spirit. The churches are afraid of the supernatural. Jesus said healing was the children's bread. I shouldn't have to chase after Benny Hinn to get a healing. I ought to be able to stand up in my own freaking living room and declare my wife healed. Amen. That's what the Bible teaches. Boom. And instead, we're trained in today's American culture to run to the healers, run to these people, these men with this anointing. God's no respecter of persons. Could he give Clay Parker the power to heal? Yeah, I think he could. Now, Clay can't heal because he doesn't believe it. Because he's been taught that God's... Are you guys guys picking up what I'm laying down here this morning? No, Chad, I don't need reinforcement. I'm just... I'm 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 trying to to teach you something here. Something... I'm trying to share with you a revelation that I've had. So I dug up something today that I want... Hey, hey, how many out there think that God's kingdom is without end? You can raise your hands. You don't have to. A kingdom without end. A kingdom with no end. And how many of you out there think the kingdom of God is a place we're going? See, there's the problem. We think that's some place we're going. We got saved to go someplace. That's not, the Bible doesn't teach that, friends. The Bible teaches that the kingdom is within you. The kingdom has already come. But see, the problem is we don't understand kingdom principles. We don't understand how a kingdom operates. So I was doing some Googling here this morning. I don't always agree with everything I come up with. Pull up, it says, which one? Hang on a second. Which one is that? Bring up number five for me, Jonathan. Bring up number five. I'm going to run down a couple things here real quickly. Hey, kingdom's got to come within you. What? I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. That's that number five? No. You brought up number... Uh, wow. Okay, there you go. Doctrine.org. Well, I hate doctrine. I hate doctrine. I want truth. Hallelujah. I hate what some religious guys got together and what they determined the word said. I hate I hate that, right? So the gospel of the kingdom, I, I just Googled this, okay? I Look, I just Googled this. Bear with me if some stuff doesn't line up, huh? The gospel of our day is a gospel of the grace of God. The word gospel means good news. The ascended glorified Lord reveals his gospel to Paul. Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I've preached to you, which you've also received, which you also stand, okay? This was Paul's gospel, and Paul repeatedly referred to it as his own. 
John the baptizer, Jesus' 12 disciples proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of grace of God. The gospel of grace of God was not preached until the ascended, glorified Lord revealed it. So here we go. The table below compares the gospel of the kingdom and the gospel of the grace. Gospel of the kingdom uh, preached to the Jews only, preached primarily to Gentiles. This is this is a comparison here, okay? Began with John the Baptist. Okay, so I'm not going to get off this page because I'm going to go to the next one. Remember, weren't we warned, beware of those who come preaching a different gospel? There are different gospels, friends. There are, dis- there are different gospels. But at the heart of all of them is the gospel of the kingdom. And so I, I just Googled this this morning. Bear with me if it doesn't line up with your doctrine. Pull up number, number six. Miles Monroe. He's one of those flag-waving charismaniacs, I think. But I just want to run down through this. Think, think about it. if. If I'm a king, if I'm if they make Coach Dave king of Hebron, what what does that entail? Let me just stop right there. Real quickly, one at a time. Coach Dave, king of Hebron. What comes with my what comes with my kingship? Responsibility. Responsibility. Give me another one. Authority. Authority. Give me another one. Territory. Pardon me? I mean? Territory. Territory. Power. Power. Dominion. Discipline. Rules. Regulations. How about humility? Humility. Order. Everything. Are you with me? When I, when I set up the kingdom of Hebron, the kingdom of David in Hebron, there are going to be rules and regulation that everybody in that kingdom is going to operate under because why? I'm the king. And because I'm the king, then I'm going to, oh yeah, then I'm going to, re, then I'm going to recruit subjects. And there are going to be people who are just little peons in the kingdom of Hebron. But as I move throughout the kingdom of Hebron, as it continues to grow, it becomes unmanageable for me. So I find assistance who will manage certain aspects of my kingdom. You, you guys with me? You follow me? And we call those governmental officials. Well, what are government officials? Why, they are the ones who are enforcing the laws and rules and edicts of the king. You with me? So Washington, D.C. is a kingdom unto itself. They're not, they don't enforce the edicts of their king. Yes, they do. Because their king isn't the one that we think it is. Because why? The church has said our kingdom is not of this world. We're not supposed to be getting involved here. So we took the whole kingdom that Jesus Christ died on the cross and said, all authority has been given unto me, both in heaven and earth, and I'm looking for some sheriffs. Anybody willing to be one of my sheriffs? All right. I'm going to give you dominion on that area. That You're in charge of that. Hey, Betty, you're in charge of that. Hey, John, you're in charge of that. Angie, you're in charge of that. Hey, Neil, you're in charge of that. He gave us assignments over his kingdom. His kingdom is already here. Boom. But we don't teach that. We teach we're going to leave here and go someplace. And then come back here after somebody cleans it up, right? Well, see, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in. So I'm sorry. I'm just, can I... America, the world, took a turn for the worse. Sorry. With the introduction of John Darby with the idea of premillennial rapture. Because we then began to view the kingdom of God as only outside this world. When, he told us, all power has been given up to be. Where, Betty? All power has been given unto me. Where did he say? Come on, Scott. Heaven and earth. 
both heaven and earth. All power has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore. And do what? Teach them to observe all I've commanded you. Where? In heaven? No. On earth. Why? Because his kingdom has already come. Whether you realize it or not, he is ruling and reigning right now. And the church is teaching us that he's not. We're getting out of here. I'm stepping on some theology. Miles Monroe, 26 elements of the kingdom. I'm just going to run down through them real quick. We'll put them in chat. Scroll on down. Scroll on down. For 26 components of the kingdom of God. Number one, the kingdom principle of kings. The king is the component of a kingdom and embodies the essence of his kingdom. He's the ultimate authority. Number two, kingdom lordship principle. All true kings have property or a domain over which they exercise rulership and dominion. Do you get that? He's king of kings and lord of lords right here, right now. Number three, the kingdom domain principle. The king, the domain of his king is the territory over which he exercises authority. Does he exercise authority over the earth or not? Number four, the kingdom constitution principle. Constitution of the kingdom is a documented will, intent, desires, and purposes of the king for his citizens and his kingdom. He's got laws and rules. He told us, go teach him to observe him. The key, oh, I don't know if I got time. the kingdom keys, the keys of the kingdom are the principles, precepts, laws, and systems by which kingdom functions. The kingdom citizen principle. Citizenship is a in a kingdom is not a right, but a privilege. And it is all at the pleasure of the king himself. Citizens do, see, we don't choose to serve Jesus. He draws us. Number nine, the kingdom code of ethics principle. The standards of conduct established by the king for the behavioral and social relationships of his season. Jesus Christ does not recognize gay marriage, okay? The kingdom commonwealth principle. All kingdoms function the principle of a commonwealth. Commonwealth is a king's commitment to see that all the citizens have equal wealth and resources of the king. See, we think money, don't we? We think money. Kingdom principle, not worldly things, kingdom principles. The kingdom. Oh, you're on fire today. You're on fire. Thank you. This is the lifestyle way of life. This is the lifestyle way of life for citizens manifested in their language, dress, eating habits. You will see whether somebody's in the kingdom by looking at the way they live. Number 12, the kingdom economy. Because all kingdoms operate on a system that secures and sustains the strength and viability of the kingdom. Jesus said, "My, my oh, man. The kingdom taxation principle, all kingdoms incorporate a taxation system, which allows the citizens to participate in the process of kingdom's inheritance. The kingdom army principle, all kingdoms incorporate an army. The kingdom delegated authority principle, all kingdoms establish a relations representative system that delegates responsibility to the people. The kingdom ambassador principle, as an ambassador speaks for the kingdom everywhere that he goes. The kingdom education principle, all kingdoms establish a system and program for training and educating their system. The 18, the kingdom administration principle. All kingdoms establish a system through which they administer their judgments. Number 19, the kingdom principle of glory. The glory of the king is all and everything in the kingdom that represents and manifests the true nature of God. Glory means the true essence of full weight. 20, the kingdom principle of worship. The worship of, the worship is not going to church and dancing around and carrying a flag. King, the worship of a king is the expression of the citizen's gratitude and appreciation to the king for his favor, privilege, and security in the kingdom. The kingdom principle of provision is all true kingdoms. The king is obligated to provide his citizens, and thus he makes provisions at his own expenses for the security and welfare of his people. The kingdom principle of influence. All kingdoms are committed to making the influence of the king and his will felt throughout the entire kingdom. 23, the kingdom principle of royal favor. Royal favor is a sovereign prerogative of the king to extend personal law to a citizen that positions that citizen to receive special privileges and personally protected by the king. The kingdom principle of decree. Joe Biden does executive orders. Jesus Christ has done executive orders. 
A royal decree is a declaration of a king that becomes the law to everyone. Wait, is he king of lords or not? Is he or is he not? He said, Coach Dave, you're a dominionism. Yeah, I'm a dominionist. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. He's king of kings over America right now. He's in charge whether we realize it or not. Hey, I'm working up a sweat here. The kingdom principle of reputation. The king's reputation is important to the king and is the source of the glory of his name. King's reputation, that's why he puts his name above his word. No, puts his word above his name. Mm. Hey. The word Dobbenmeyer means something. And all the people under that my banner that carry that name. I owe it to my children to be a man of good reputation. And you ask yourself right now today, when people look at you, do they see the king? In 26, the king, the principle of giving to a king. Giving to a king activates the king's obligation to demonstrate his glory. What? You reap what you sow. If you don't sow, you ain't reaping. It's a law. It's a law. And you're going to tell who people serve by looking at their checkbook. Wait a minute. Hang on. You guys are forced tithing to the government. They call it income tax. And your money's going to that king. It's time we quit tithing to him. Amen. Come on in, Angie. Look, hey, look, they ain't telling you this in the church. They're not telling you in this church. They're telling you in your church that you're about to be evacuated out of here because we lost. We lost. We're beat. And Jesus is going to come back and he's going to clean up the place. And he's, and he's going, no, 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 no. He taught us to go into all the world and teach him to observe everything. And he'd be with us always, even until the end of the age. Go ahead, Angie. So Angie, if if they're uh, if they're teaching transsexualism in my public school, uh, do I have any responsibility for that? Am I an ambassador? Am, am I, I'm not in the, I'm in this world. I'm not of it. In fact, we're told that we are ambassadors for Christ. We're an ambassador, right? Yeah. I come with legal authority of the king to say that's wrong and that's right and that's going to stop. That's what an ambassador. That's what we are. We represent exactly. Be bold, go out and do. Amen. Amen. You're most like the king when you overcome fear. Myra, go ahead. You guys are awful quiet today. Awfully quiet today. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth, speaking about the kingdom. So beautiful. Um, I will be reading from Romans 14. 16 through 18. Let not them your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For him that is in these things, serveth Christ, is acceptable to God and approved of men. Hallelujah. Didn't Jesus Christ say the kingdom of God comes not with observation? You can't see it. You can't see it. Jesus said, dudes, quit looking for it. It's within you. The kingdom's within you. Oh, this is better than you guys are amen. Craig, go ahead. Then Tim. I just happened to have my Bible open to 1 Colossians, verse 10. Uh, New King James says that you may walk worthy of the Lord 
fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his son, of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, all things are created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. Craig, I just got to, you know me. And he is the head of the body. Amen. The church. Wait a minute. I thought the church is the bride of Christ. And he is the head of the body. The church. The church is the body. Not the bride. Hallelujah. It's right there. Or he's lying. And he is the head of the body, the church. Wow. Tim. Okay, so for those people who don't uh, study in Greek and Hebrew in the Bible, the kingdom of God has come. And the perfect word for kingdom is sway. That means God's swaying power has come. So if everyone have just one good word that describes it, is sway. So when his kingdom has come, it means he's swaying people. He is influencing, influencing, swaying. I like it, Tim. Yeah, there you have it. So if you're wondering what his kingdom is, that's what he's doing. Influencing people. Hey, Tim, influencing people how? Oh, many different ways. Man, he he can use a. He can use a, a car wreck. He can use blessings. He can use the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, that word sway is huge. So, Tim, would it be safe to say that he also uses people? Oh, absolutely. Tim, could that's, we, that's could, number we one. could we sway our government, local government, Tim? Could we sway our school boards? Matthew 28. What, what did he tell us to do in the Great Commission? And how many people do not obey the Great Commission? How many people have never led a single person to Christ? If you've never led somebody to Christ, shame on you. Amen. 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 Coach. Amen. Coach. Yes. Can I Amen. get in? Randy, come in. Please do. Coach, um, this is really good teaching. If, if a person, if we can't, as Christians, if we can't understand. <clears throat> What, what the Holy Spirit's doing in real time. We're not really serving God in, in real time. We're serving him historically. We're serving him from something that's been written on paper. Coach, we have to see God in time and space. We have to be able to when we, to see the Holy Spirit in, in time now and, and here in this place now. When we see that, Coach, we are able then to participate with him but if you can't see God in time and space, if you see just what Jesus did for you back on that cross, and thank God he did, but that's, we're past that. We're in real time, and the Holy Spirit is the only way you can get to, to be part of what God's doing in real time, is if you Tim, see so, what he's so, in, hear so, what he's so doing. I'm just curious here. Could God's people who are ambassadors— who are filled with the spirit of God, which is in him, right? The spirit is within you. I wonder, could we sway our government? Friends, does your pastor think we could sway our government? Or does he say, no, no, that belongs to the devil? No, no. All power has been given unto me, both in heaven and earth. 
all power, both in heaven and in earth. He made it very, very clear. Go ye, therefore. Do what? Teach them to observe all I've commanded you. Man, I got to do more on this. I'm running out of time. I'm going to show you something here. It's going to blow your mind. This is totally off topic. But it's on yesterday's topic, so I want to show you. Jonathan, it's a standalone email. Kingdoms within you, dudes. Kingdoms within you. This is a standalone email. I get Jonathan's got it. This is a video flyover of Maui. All right? Now, as you watch this video, it's going about a minute and a half. I want you to notice that the million-dollar homes on the beach are untouched. The government wants to make this a smart city. They've been trying for years to buy the property from the, what do we call them, natives? Those people who've lived there their whole lives, their families have lived there their whole lives, and now the government wants to come in and buy. People want to come in and buy this beautiful property and own it. No, no, the government wants to use it as a model smart city. You sit back and watch as this thing rolls to protected beachfront properties. And look what happened. Go ahead. You ready? Beachfront, beautiful. Oh, they're safe. Get off the beach a little bit. Folks, did you know that uh, they shut off the water? Did you guys know that? Those guys were fighting the fire with water hoses, said they were winning the fire, and the government shut off the water. That's right, Coach. And do you know what else the government did? They shut off the water, and they didn't set off their tornado warnings. They didn't. Wow. And they tell us 100 people were killed. And what we're going to find out is they're closed. The schools were closed. It's probably far more than that. Many of them children that perished in this thing. Wow. Yeah, reminds me of what Nero did. That's right. Hey, come in quickly, then Brian. Coach Acts 1-8. If you pull up that real quick, that'll sum up your whole show today, brother. This is right before Jesus went up into the clouds. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. No, 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 the rapture's coming. We're going to get out of here. Brian, go ahead. Yeah, Coach, in 2011 and 2016, there was a case study on making, um, I've got the documents I sent to you, on making Maui a smart city. U.S. Collaboration Smart Grid Demonstration Project in Maui Island on Hawaii Scales Case Study. Sent you a PDF on it. Because why? Because God, who owns 
everything and turn the control of everything over to us is declaring us derelict in our duties. Boom. Everything we see going on around us is going on because the church turned to evacuation rather than occupation. Boom. See you tomorrow.